this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast was released at midnight on November 6th, 2021, 20 years after the series premiere of 24. Events occur in real time. No! I don't know about you, but here on Post Show Recaps, we're having the worst day ever. It's the worst day ever. 24 season one recap podcast i'm josh wiggler joined here by emily fox major spoilers for the entirety of season one of 24 to come emily uh a a respectful moment of silence perhaps yeah moments of silence are bad for podcasting though they're good for uh, hearing outside traffic, though. Someone's just beeping outside. Yeah. Uh, we should note that if you've been following along with the podcast over the last little while, uh, we have recorded uh, the last three episodes of season one in, like, relatively quick succession. Uh, <laughs> we did not just watch the final episode of 24 season one when we uh, stopped recording uh, the, the last podcast because it was way too late, no, as we, we went said. to bed. We went to bed, but then we woke up immediately. Yeah, and you literally came, watched the show. came into the kitchen and you were like, So you ready to do this this morning? You were like, <laughs> like yes. Yeah, let's do it. Yes. Let's go. And I think, um, you know what? Uh, it's probably better that we watched this during the day, you know, rather than this being the final thing that you went to sleep with. Yeah, because this, this ends on kind of a dissonant note. It ends, it ends uh, bitterly, for sure. Yeah. Season one of 24. Again, Ooh. major spoilers here, folks. It does indeed end with the death of Terry Bauer. Another How? seminal television moment. How upsetting is that? Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> How upset were it's you tough. in live, like real time, when you first saw this? Um, you know what? Well, so you were like, "Girls stink." Never mind. Girls, are, girls are poopy. No. <laughs> um, 
I mean, I was shocked. This was a very shocking ending, and I yeah. didn't really know to, like, think of anything any other way, I guess. Like, I mean, like, I didn't have, like, a close comparison for a TV show like this. Yeah. Um, I feel like not a lot of TV shows end exactly like this back in the day like not that. Not like a network show. Yeah. Um, you know, people die on shows, and you people like die on network meet, shows. like, you know, woven back into a bow and, like, given to you as a gift. But uh, Woven bow. Yeah, but, like... <laughs> Usually, like the like sort of the classic version of this season would have ended with um with Jack like busting Nina and uh, like Jack and Terry and Kim reuniting. And in fact, there is a deleted scene. This is not a joke, not a bit. Dragon fruit. Okay. There is a deleted scene. Um, Ferragamo. Ferragamo. There is a deleted scene that shows Jack uh, going and searching for Terry. And then he just finds her. And she's like, oh, Jack, thank you. <laughs> he like rescues her. And then they, t- they go and they like reunite with Kim. And that's that was the ending of 24. And that's obviously like a happier ending. But it's like kind of a soft ending dramatically. Yeah. Uh, well, see, I just thought. So they kill her. You and I launched directly into recording this. I thought maybe there was a chance she was still alive, but like barely on the edge of surviving. And maybe we find out next season that like she's in the ICU or something like that. She's in surgery with Janet. No, she's in surgery yeah. with Janet insofar as Janet is also dead. Yeah, you just confirmed for me on this. Yeah, so so there's a couple of things. One, I don't feel guilty at all about confirming it for no, you. No, no, it's um, fine. Because she's dead. Yeah. Uh, you will not see her on the show again. She, okay. is, she is done. Um, and also that there is a thing that this show does uh, that I think this is the first time they do it um, because I feel like I would have clocked this before. That the end of the show, uh, you'll note it like faded to black, and then the like the clock came up, uh-huh. like the eleven fifty nine, fifty seven, fifty eight, fifty nine, midnight. Yeah. Um, and the traditional twenty four clock sounds were gone. Yeah, I did notice that. This is called the silent clock. The silent <laughs> clock comes out to mark like the very significant deaths. Okay. Uh, this happens a few times. Okay. Uh, throughout the history of the show. And this right. is its first appearance. Mm-hmm. If you hear the silent clock, chances are good that the character is dead. Okay. Uh, or is at least as good as dead, uh, memorably in, in one case. Um, so she is gone. Oh. <sighs> Man. That's how they ended season one of twenty four, and it, I mean, I was That's like pretty raw, but honestly, it's it's it, someone needed to be sacrificed. I mean, I, I was feel like on this end, I was I was an eleventh grader watching this, and I think I was like, whoa, oh my god, crazy. You were eleventh grade. You were tenth grade. No, I was an eleventh grader for season one of twenty four. I was a senior in high school for season two because I was in college for season three. Um, Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, and yeah, it was uh, it was it was like wild. I had like one friend that I would talk with about 24 in school. We weren't like close friends by any stretch of the imagination, but like we had 24 in common. We both knew that the other person watched it. So like the week before we had come into school being like, I can't believe it's Nina. Oh, my God. And then yeah. the next day we were like, I can't believe they killed Terry. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, cause it's a, it's a really, uh, dark ending. Um, yeah. it's been a very bad day already. Yeah. And now Emily Fox, it is the worst day ever. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, bittersweet. 
Uh, like glad that it's done, but like at the expense of a at, lot of at lives what lost. cost? Yeah. At what cost? Yeah. Uh, poor Jack. Poor Jack. Rough, at least he killed Victor. Rough day for Jack. I will for never real. be truly dead. Uh, <laughs> I made the joke with Josh where uh, he's demanding to hear Kim's voice before he approaches everybody at the docks. And I was like, what if Victor did like a woman's voice? <laughs> It's me, Dad. <laughs> it's Kim. It's me. I'm Kim. pretty sure it's Victor. No, <laughs> it's not. It's Kimberly. <laughs> Kimberly Bowering. Um, yeah, so Terry Bauer has a really terrible day. She wakes. Uh, she doesn't wake up. I mean, she wakes up a full day before the show. She's about to go to sleep. Her daughter runs out. Her husband then goes to work. She's left to go and find her daughter. She goes and seeks out her daughter and meets up with a guy who seems to be the father of one of Kim's friends, yeah, but is a- actually an undercover terrorist. Yeah. yeah. Um, she gets captured by this man after spending hours with him, telling him her, her darkest secrets. Uh, she uh, is raped at the compound where mm-hmm. she has been held captive with her daughter. She is uh, made to believe on a couple of occasions that she's about to be executed. Um, she is freed from the compound um, after having intense stomach pains, Emily Fox. Yes. If you'll recall. I do. The bad muffin, <laughs> which is not even the worst part of the day. The bad muffin. Yeah, yeah. Um, she... <laughs> She ate a really bad muffin. She we don't know how long it was out for. <laughs> Usually a baked good lasts a few days, though, even on, you know, room temp. So It is possible that if Nina hadn't killed Terry, the muffin, muffin would have eventually have. done yeah. the job. Yeah, We'd have know. to consider the possibility. Oh, she uh, learns that she's pregnant. She has to be interrogated by the woman who her husband had been sleeping with, who will also in a few hours go on to murder her. Mm-hmm. She uh, then goes uh, gets chased by terrorists again uh, and thinks that she watches her daughter die and is so traumatized that she gets temporary amnesia. And this would probably be the best part of the day. For three hours. She has like a really good mental reprieve where she meets a few like kind citizens like the cafe owner, Phil. Paula uh, Peretti. Yeah, yeah, Paula Peretti. Uh, I would say that was probably like the highlight. Best. She yeah. may have had like shrimp cocktail. We don't know. <laughs> I assume at least like a lemon uh, dusted water. I feel like she had like a glass of like cola at one point too. I don't Didn't remember Phil- why my stomach hurts so badly, what I ate to do that, but I really could use a Pepto. Yeah. Um, so that happens. She's almost Phil's as- going to be so upset. She's almost assassinated again. She meets Tony Almeida, uh, which is probably another highlight of the day. Yeah. She's taken back to CTU where she spends the rest of her life waiting for Kim to show back up, finding out that Kim has been kidnapped again. Um, being like waiting put for off Jack. by everybody and gaslit generally. Yes, waiting for Jack. She's definitely being gonna gaslit. haunt. She's gonna haunt CTU. Um, Unfinished business. And then, she'll never know if Jack and uh, Kim got there safely. That's classic ghost move. And then going to talk to Nina to say like, oh, it's all over, only to find out it's not over. Shouldn't have looked for Nina. She goes and she gets caught by Nina and the show Curiosity killed the Terry. The show doesn't show us, but Nina does kill Terry Bauer. That's Terry Bauer's day. 
Mm. I think uh, the the question of like who has the worst day ever on season one of Twenty Four is basically uh, not worth asking. I think the question is like who has the second worst day of yeah. season one of Twenty Four because the answer is uh, I uh, forgive the phrasing. It's Terry Bauer with a bullet. Mm. Uh, very a very clear number one choice. So that uh, that's like the other really, really, really supremely big twist uh, of season one of 24. They're like two things that like if you're like into TV and you like knew anything about 24, that there were pretty good odds yeah. that you know that the first season ends with like the really the big spoiler is that the first season ends with the death of Terry Bauer. Yeah. Um, because like, that's like, uh, like a pretty like shorthand thing that you can say really off the cuff. Like the first season of 24 ends with the death of Jack Bauer's wife. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other big one is that Nina is the mole. Uh, so crazy. And that Nina is the one who kills Terry. Yeah. Um, and like one of the things that we've been talking about is the fact that like, you know, you look back on all of this footage and you're like, oh my God, Nina knew Nina did this. Nina did that. Like, I, like the the footage of her killing Jamie is chilling. So messed up. It's really messed up because it's one thing to know. Okay, so Nina's the mole. They right. just showed us that at the end of last week's episode, uh, and then in this episode, they have a few moments where they're like, "You don't believe us? Like, do you not believe that she's the bad guy?" And they have her like kill a bunch. She kills the janitor, <laughs> right? The janitor just shows up, hey, what are you doing? And yeah. then Nina just shoots her. Yeah. I mean, she she's trying to get out of there as quickly as possible. And then there's no that trace. security guard like, Miss Myers? Yeah. <laughs> and then she shoots him, and Emily noted uh, that he's flailing around like Kermit. Yeah. That's one of those dead moves. That's like one of those, uh, that's like uh, Jack Nicholson in The Departed. She fell funny, <laughs> is uh, the way that you observed that, Emily. Yeah, I You're mean. watching a little too much dark television right now. Listen, I think Nina probably didn't need to kill everybody the way that she did. Um, See, I, I feel bad about saying what I'm about to but say. She did. But my feeling is like, she probably should have killed Terry faster. Yeah, she burns some time talking to Terry. Yeah, uh, she probably like she probably sh like if she knew she's gonna kill her, maybe she shouldn't have like bothered to tie her up. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, that yeah. stuff. She probably yeah. should have just Taking killed her. her. Out. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's already leaving. Her cover's already blown. I don't like to like advocate for killing Terry Bauer, but if you're just like sort of quantum leaping into Nina. Maybe you kill Terry Bauer. Fair enough. Faster. Fair enough. Paragamo. Paragamo. Um. So anyway, it is for sure a bummer, and it's obviously like a really big setup for the second season, right? Yeah. Like the second season is gonna have to like, uh, like emotionally answer this. Yes, for sure. This is like a very big thing mm -hmm. to happen to the lives of the main characters. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what, what is this going to look like in season two of 24? I don't know. Luckily we're going to find out again. So we're still recording this in October. Um, but like whether or not we made it just like executive decision, like we're doing season two of 24. It's happening <laughs> for sure. I'm pretty sure we made it. The numbers look really good right now. I'm assuming that we've made it. And if not, we got really, really, really damn close. So like, we're just going to do season two of 24. Okay. Um, but I'm pretty sure that we made it. Okay. Um, we're in November at this point. So like people have seen the data. They know before you and I know, Emily, like in the real time, let's just be optimistic about something, you know? <laughs> 
Let's end this on a happy note. Let's end at least the podcast, the season one podcast on a happy note. We're going to do season two. It's going to happen. All right. Um, Here we go. Could you imagine if we had done, if we had ended this on the bummer, Emily, of of the season one finale, would you have walked away from this satisfied? Yeah. And then I would have gone and like cleaned the bathroom and thought (laughs) about it more. You know what I mean? Like that's my plan for the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Uh, but now you get to see what happens next. And the good news is uh, 24, it gets happier, right? No, it doesn't. Right? <laughs> I feel like that's probably a lot. Right? Interesting spin, Wiggler. Right? Mm. So anyway, um, okay, well, we should probably talk about the episode. We will just do the obligatory uh, go to patreon.com slash post show recaps to support the podcast. Uh, support the art. Do you like how I said that? Me. Support. Did it come out confidently? Support the arts. Did it come out confidently? Support the arts. This is something new I want to try as a as a pitch for the Patreon. <laughs> Support the arts. You know? But you go to patreon.com slash post show recaps. This is art. And you right support here. the arts. You know? <laughs> Support your local artists here on these I mean, mean digital streets. You definitely should. <laughs> Support the arts. Go to patreon.com. Is that good? Support the arts. Go to patreon.com slash post show recaps. Is that going to work? Do you think that'll convert one? <laughs> if that worked on you, will you let me know? If you signed up for patreon.com slash post show recaps you because felt like of supporting the support art. the arts, please let me know. I would love to know. Oh I would love God. to know. Support the arts. Go to patreon.com. someone's mom to sign up. Oh, the art. Slash post show recaps. Um, how about this? We're going to throw it to uh, our sponsors very quickly for a very quick ad break. When we come back, we will recap the season finale of 24 season one. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Emily, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Um, the episode begins with Jack Bauer driving a car. This is probably the best part of the rest of his night. <laughs> Loves a nice drive. It's pretty close. You know, he's alone. Yeah. He's got hope. He's just been uh, informed that he's going to be a dad. Oh, 
yeah crushing. by the way by the way crushing yeah uh so that's what's going on he's driving to the pier um, no music playing or anything he's not a soundtrack guy Life is a highway. You really think that's what he would listen to? I don't know. To? What do you think you'd listen to? Classical music. My God. So bleak. Um, yeah, it is bleak. So that would be really <laughs> terrifying if he listened to, cl- to classical music. That's like a classic so- serial killer move. Yeah. Uh, what should he be listening to? The Dexter theme song? No. Tonight's the night. I hope you all listen to the Dexter podcast. Um. Oh, my God. Doorbell rings. A rare moment where we're going to have to stop down the podcast. Hang tight. We'll be right back. All right. We're back again. <laughs> uh, was it? Uh, who was it? Was it a Drazen? It was. Our, Hello. It was our, here for pizza <laughs> delivery. No, it was our HVAC guy. Who Victor, lo- is that you now? <laughs> Victor, it was it's a, not. It was our HVAC guy who forgot. Um, and it, <laughs> no one cares. It's a fine. screwdriver. Thing, here. A tool was left behind. And the cat was playing with it. That's how we found it. Oh, that is how we found it. Yeah. yeah that was a great moment. Yeah. Um, so you need your Phillips head attachment. You always do your uh, Phillips Parslow uh, <laughs> attachment. Why do I want to call him Parlo? Are you? I think it is Parlo. Is it Parlo, Parslo? I don't know. It doesn't matter. You never see that guy again. No We're just going to have to assume he went into a deep funk after everything that happened today. Yeah. Uh, bad day for him as well. Um, Kim is wandering around. Uh, there's still no sign of her. She runs out into traffic and nearly gets sideswiped by a car. Classic Kim. Classic. Never looking both ways. Classic Kim. Um, at the Palmer Hotel, Sherry is furious about this whole, like, why are we not telling anyone what's going on? Why are you doing this just for Jack Bauer? Mike, tell him he's nuts. Mike's like, I don't want to be put in the middle of this, Sherry. Yeah. Uh, and she says, this is your job. It's your career online, too. Uh, and David insists Jack Bauer saved my life today, not once, but twice. Again, I think that this is not the worst strategy. It's not like he's deceiving a bunch of people in like a crazy way where they like planted a bomb, like a bomb actually went off. And I think there are a lot of moments in, you know, sort of media, especially the last like 15 years or so where everyone jumps to conclusions and publishes something really quickly rather than knowing the real facts. Yeah. So like, it's not that crazy to be like, Oh my gosh, you know, the press is assuming that David's been killed, but in reality, like he's fine and we can just tell everybody in like two hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. I just don't think it's as like salacious as she puts it out to be. She's not loving it. But um, also like everyone's operating on like, you know, T minus like negative 24 hours. Of this sleep. is so, the like, thing. That's, yeah. Yeah. This it. is the thing. They're all exhausted. So they may not be making the very best decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we cut to CTU and it's just like a normal CTU scene. Uh, <laughs> except that we know the truth about Nina at this point, but she's playing it down the line. Yeah. She's like, did you hear anything from Jack? She's like, no. right she, down the line. It's like, sorry, have, I'm have, just gonna keep singing. Have you heard from from Jack? Nina? She's like, no, not yet. You know? Yeah. I haven't. Uh, she's like playing the part. She's playing it really well. Um, but CTU gets the call that Kim has been recovered, that she has escaped. Uh, they are going to, uh, they have like a, a vague location of where all of this mm-hmm. is going down. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, uh, this is great news, but Nina's like, Hmm, okay. This is, uh, probably a bad development for my bosses. Yeah. Um, Jack shows up, uh, dock side and gets a phone <laughs> call from the Drazens. Where are you, Jake? <laughs> Jake. Uh, and Jack, uh, refuses to show up. 
if unless they uh, give him proof that Kim is alive, and they won't put Kim on the phone. Yeah. And so he hangs up Such on the Drazens. Yeah. Yeah. And right. I think, like, you know, Jack plays it pretty straight here. He's being smart about it. Uh, like, I don't know. I feel like the last, like, throughout the entire series, but obviously the last few episodes, you've seen him really, like, kick into high gear and be like, this is how we do this. Yes. It's not necessarily so crazy of him to show up on site, decide not to, and, like, kind of move further. Whereas, like, in earlier episodes, you're like, what is he doing? He's, He's making being crazy decisions. But, like, now... You know, I think he has to be pretty measured, especially since we're at the, you know, tail end of this. He's being careful. Emily. Yeah. Um, so Jack hangs up on Drazen and immediately calls Nina. Uh, he says, Problems. Nina, I have confirmed that somebody at CTU is feeding the Drazen's info because they know David Palmer is not dead. How would they know that? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. And she goes, oh, well, then it could only be one of Tony, Mason or Chappelle. Yeah. And Jack goes, then it's got to be one of those three. There's no other option. And Nina goes, I completely agree. Ugh. You were like at the edge of your seat at this point. It's really tough to watch yeah. because like she's just doing it so well and he has her complete trust. Yeah. Or she has his complete trust rather. Yes. So it's it's just really difficult. It's a classic Dave Fox like, you know, freak out moment because there's so much deception and it's just obvious. Yes. My dad can't handle deception. Not a huge fan of deception. No, he would hate this show. Um, Mike Novick is telling David that this should all be fine. It won't require as much spin as uh, you might think. Just keep doing what you've been doing. Tell yeah, the truth, right. David, uh, is what he tells him. Mm -hmm. uh, and he says, David... I think this last day has been about finding out who you really are, not yep. just as a candidate, Oy. but as a person. Mm -hmm. This is the subtext. He doesn't say that. Um, <laughs> and then there's breaking news on the television that it's been leaked that David Palmer is alive. Yeah. And so Palmer knows immediately who's responsible for that. And he like storms into the bathroom where Sherry is once again in the bathroom. I don't want to, you know, judge. Mm -hmm. uh, she's just been in the bathroom a lot over the last couple hours. Mm -hmm. Um, and he, like, goes nuts on her. Haywire, nuclear, Emily. Mm -hmm. uh, Damn it, Sherry, the way you keep defying me. Uh, he's, like, roaring at her. Earlier in the day, he was doing that little, you remember the cute grizzly bear? The grrrl. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Now he's, like, the angry grizzly bear. I mean, he should be angry, We've come though. full circle. Yeah. I, it's kind of a powerful moment for him to just, like, flip out at her. But he, also like, throws I some shit. Yeah, I was a little concerned about, you know, the physicality of this. Yeah, I mean, when Mike is the guy who's like, stop it, David, I mean it. Yeah. I mean it, David. And yeah. he's like trying, like, you know, poor little Mike. You know, this tiny little guy is like trying to like. I mean, like, Mike's not that small. Compared to <laughs> David. Yeah, okay. He's like trying to pull David up. He's like, David, don't do this. Yeah. He can't do anything. He's got no power over David Palmer. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. And so he's telling her to go away, get off, get out of here. Uh, and he's going to, he's, he's going to, you know, he's going to be very mad about this for a while. We'll check back in, mm -hmm. see what's going on. Um, all right. So the next bit of the episode is like an extended action scene effectively. Yeah. So Nina calls Andre Drazen and says uh, they found Kim. Jack does not know that yet, but like we have Kim. Yeah. Um, and so Victor uh, speaks with Nina and says, tell Jack his daughter is dead. 
We found uh, th that her body was found floating in the harbor. And Nina's like, okay, if I do this, that means like you guys really need to make good on your promise. Like you here. have to kill him. Yeah, you have to pull through on this because otherwise my cover is blown. Well, isn't that sort of like a nice little asterisk at the end of that scene? Because clearly that's what's going to happen. Yes. Um, and I think like this is probably like the first real moment that the show gives you since the reveal where you're like, Oh, Nina's a bad guy. Like yeah. it's not just that like she's like doing like what Jamie was doing yeah, earlier. She's not in the just day. compromised. She's really in it for She's like, in it. Yeah. She's she's like, all right, I'll do that, but kill Jack Bauer is what she says. Yeah. So she's a bad guy. Yeah. So she calls Jack. It says, Jack, uh, hey, I gotta tell you something. Kim's dead. Mm -hmm. And Jack's like, What? It does like a Tony Almeida whisper, what did you say? Yeah. Uh, and he's shell-shocked, and there's this moment where he cries, he slumps to the ground, and it's, like, very intense, and the music is, like, really intense. Uh, props to Sean Cowery, the composer of 24. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I have not given props to Sean Cowery. The score of 24 is just undeniably epic. <laughs> uh, and you just hear, like, the, oh, like, sort of, like, those, like, <laughs> operatic voices of... On a MIDI keyboard? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a MIDI file, actually. <laughs> Um, and Jack then shakes it off, goes to the van, uh, gets his guns and then breaks and like, let's do this. And then breaks into another van and we cut away from that and we cut back to the warehouse where the Drazens have like, they're, you know, they're, they're expecting Jack at this point, mm -hmm. um, that they think that like, uh, the news of Kim being quote unquote, uh, triple underlined dead, uh, is going to be enough to get him to do something stupid and show himself so that they can kill him. Yeah. Um, and, but Andre's having like a moment of like, but what if he's too crushed by the thought of his daughter's death? And Victor Drazen in one of his final lines says, don't worry, he'll come. <laughs> it will show. Yeah. That is, I think, like basically his final line mm -hmm. because Jack Bauer then drives in with his van and just dr launches the van into people. And How many cars do you think uh, Jack ruined in this entire day? Um, in the entire day, he blew up that one at the Gaines compound, right? Yeah. Uh, he's like probably wrecked a few cars. Uh, I would love it if they were like, Jack, there's a car waiting for you. It's a stick shift, and he like can't shift. go anywhere. <laughs> with his stick shift. I, know, I was never trained how to drive stick. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. He, he go, he We're at like the climax of like a shootout that kills off the bad guys. And like I'm talking about like, you know, driving a standard versus an automatic. It's a poster recaps podcast, Fox. What do you want? <laughs> um, this is worst day ever. People know. Um, so he like goes, he launches the van at the people. The he, van. He the van. He launches himself. It's a big shootout. It's like this really epic shootout across the docks. Jack is running across these boats to get closer and closer to the Drazens. He's yeah. closing the distance. He tags Andre, blaps him in the chest. Mm -hmm. Andre drops. Mm -hmm. Victor Drazen doesn't even have time to emotionally process the death of his last remaining son. Yeah. He shoots Jack. Jack gets shot in the side. Jack tolerates it. Yeah. Uh, Victor Drazen runs out of ammunition. Jack Bauer is not out of ammunition. There is a tense standoff. Jack holds the gun up to Victor Drazen. Victor Drazen looks back at Jack and straight out of the departed basically says, okay. Yeah. Uh, 
and closes his eyes, and Jack Bauer unloads the remainder of his gun into Victor Drazen. Goodbye, cruel world. Yeah. I'm dead. Mm-hmm. Bye. See you later. And so uh, this time, there's really... Not a, this time. Not this time. There's no body doubles. There's no, uh, there's no ambiguity, Emily. Jack Bauer has killed Victor Drazen. He's yeah. dead. He's dead for real. This was not a cover. This is not a fake Drazen. This is the real Drazen. The Drazens are dead. Good job. So at least that's happy. Yeah. You know, uh, to a certain point. There was a guy on a boat that the Drazens were going to go to meet. It's like, get to the boat, Dad. Get to the boat. Yeah. And they go into the boat, and the guy on the boat is, like, really close to the dock. And then Jack kills everybody and, like, kills uh, Victor Drazen. And the boat's like... And you do see the boat just, like, <laughs> kind of, like, uh, do, like, the Grandpa Simpson, like, the Abraham, like, walks in, walks out gif. The boat's just like... Yeah. Don't mind me. I'm just going back out to sea. Uh, and so it's done. Uh, so that's the end of the, the Drazen storyline. Any final thoughts for the Drazens, Emily? Um, good riddance. Yeah, right? Yeah, bye. Bye. Scumbags. Bye. Bad dudes. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. yeah. Not great. Uh, obviously, at this point, worth noting, we're going off the clock again. That's fine. It's the finale of season one of 24. Um, okay. At 11.29, David is uh, giving his speech to the press. I'm fine. This was all overblown. You know he hates having to do this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He did not want to have to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Mike But, comes, like, it seems like a pretty, like, harmless recovery. In yeah, all, it yeah. seems like he's able to rebound from it Yeah, even quickly. without Patty writing him the script, he did a pretty good job being like, hey, things happen. That was weird. Sorry that the wrong information got to the press, but here we are, and I'm encouraged by my, my day of voters and blah, 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 blah. Yes. Uh, so Mike, uh, like, comes to Sherry to be like, I got to tell you, I think you were probably right to leak the truth. Yeah. Um, but I also have to tell you, I think you're in big trouble with David Palm. He's <laughs> like, what do you mean? He's like, eh, he does want you to go and meet him in the ballroom in five minutes. Ballroom. And she goes, what's this all about? And Mike says, I don't know. But if I were you, I'd take it as an opportunity to make the first move to pack your knives up. and leave. It's a basically, <laughs> this is what's happening. She's going to judge his table yeah. here in a moment. Um, they did not like the meal she served today. <laughs> at 11.31, uh, George is jubilant at CTU because Jack Bauer is alive. The Drazens are dead. Congrats, Terry. Your family is fine. Nina Myers in the corner being like, oh, shit. Oh, wow. no. Oh, no. These idiots. She shouldn't have uh, trusted all of that to the Drazens. Mm. Uh, clearly, they were going to biff this. She underestimated yeah. Jack Bauer. She's seen that happen enough times that she should have known better. But... She didn't, and so now she's got to get on the move. So a lot of the rest of the episode is sort of about this. Yeah. Nina's great escape, yeah. if she can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Nina goes to, like, a secret room with a secret hole in the wall with a briefcase. I mean, it's basically, like, the the room where all, like, the routers and, like, data is. Yeah. Like, a huge, like, you know, stack. <laughs> There's, like, a secret laptop computer in a briefcase uh, she has to, like, take the time to plug in an Ethernet cable, which is uh, very much a sign of Listen, the Listen, she pulls out, like, a CD-ROM and, like, goes to, like, yeah. carefully place it in yeah, her pocket. Yeah, the tech in this scene is great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's no the net, but it's close. Uh, it's not far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a janitor shows up. Nina, we were supposed to get dinner next. Ah! And she gets shot. Yeah. Uh, Nina kills the janitor. Uh, and so this is the first person we are seeing Nina murder. 
Yeah, outright. So outright. you know that she's desperate. Yeah, you know she's desperate. And, like, if you were still, like, having trouble, like, believing what the show was telling you, that she's a bad guy, that she, like, told Jack that Kim is dead, that she told the Drazens to kill Jack, this is uh, another further mark of unambiguous uh, villainy uh, because she's outright murdering the janitor. Yeah. So we no longer need to worry about whether or not Nina might be misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty clear at this point that uh, things bad. are bad. She's breaking bad. It's going to stay bad. Meanwhile, Terry Bauer <laughs> is scouring the floor. See, this was stupid. Looking for Nina. I think, like, I don't know. First of all, how did she get to, like, that section of CTU where, like, all of, like, the the stacks are? Yeah. And, like, think to go in there looking for Nina. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, she went into the bathroom, and I even think that was a little intense. Like, where is she? It's not like you're leaving the club and you can't find your friend. Like, you're at, like, a, a functioning office right now in the middle of the night. Like... You don't need to look for ter- uh, look for Nina in that capacity. I think maybe you just stay in your like holding room and like wait for everyone to show up. But nope, with Terry had to do this, and didn't she, she had to do it to like go and find Nina and tell Nina like um, Jack is alive, Kim is alive, they're coming here. I'm pregnant. I want you to stay away from my family, and this is the time that I want to yeah, tell like you that. Like it's not necessary. This was sort of like a hallmark of the Terry Nina relationship. Is like uh, Terry finding all of these opportunities to be like, I know that currently we're in the middle of a debrief, but let me just tell you how much I think you're terrible for sleeping with my husband. And it's just not necessary. And let's be very clear. Terry Bauer is right. Right. Terry Bauer is correct. What Nina uh, did with Jack was not good and especially awful because she was a bad guy undercover this whole time trying to sleep with the enemy and gain all the intel. So, like, Terry is correct to, like, be uh, not a huge Nina Myers fan. Right. But maybe but timing. Yeah, like, it doesn't need to be this thing. Not Are right you tired? Now. You're pregnant? Maybe you should, like, have some water Let's and, like, sit, sit down uh, for a little bit. Like It sucks. I hate it. Yeah, it just it felt unnecessary, and it also made Terry just like ten times more annoying than she already was. I like know. the last like few episodes where she's just like a buzzing fly around everybody who's like trying to get everybody out of this situation alive. It's very brutal, uh, and like, like yeah. you know what? I also don't feel like Terry's that crazy for like wanting to know what's going on. I think after a day like this, you would be like, yeah, where the where the f is like my my daughter and my husband, but. I don't know. Like, yeah. isn't there a way in which like this could have been mitigated better? There are, th- uh, aren't I, there handlers? Where's Milo? Like, take a break from the snacks. No, nah, Milo got the rest of the day off. I know he did. Um, he did a good job. At it the is. Beginning. It is possible to hold space for a couple of different feelings. One that like what happens to Terry Bauer is awful yeah, and really of upsetting. I and think yeah, it's you terrible. like you like mark the whole events of the day as we did, and like wow, what a shitty day. It is also possible to hold space for the fact that like. She's a poorly written character. Yeah. She's a poorly written character. And like the show uh, like uh, doesn't treat her as an intelligent character oftentimes. Yeah, um, that's sometimes really what they this do. comes down to. Yeah. Sometimes they don't. 
Um, and like uh, the way that they like mapped her final arcs on the show, they gave her the amnesia storyline. So already you're kind of like tired of Terry. Yeah. Um, and there is like a, a way in which uh, that probably could have been handled better. But mm-hmm. with this, you know, the capacity of 24 episodes in a season of television is a lot of uh, episodes to plan for. So, like, eventually you're going to run out of ideas. Do you run out of ideas so fast that you have to go to the amnesia well? Well, how um, many women writers were on this show? Probably not a lot. Yeah. I don't have the the, have the writer's say. room names in front of me, but I'm I, that sure would be an not a lot. Uh, not very deep dive in, on IMDb. I'm pretty sure it'd be pretty obvious. But The like, show is like, you know, it's like a very, like, it's a, it's a masculine macho show. Yeah, you know, uh, with a lot of uh, a lot of dudes talking about guns and danger and stuff, and uh, I do think a lot of the time, um, a lot of realism is sacrificed in the name of like what's cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. but also like sometimes the attempt of like what's cool is it's not like it's just objectively <laughs> it's the not very cool. It's is just very a CD-ROM being put into a pocket. Anyway, so Terry is scouring <laughs> the floor looking for Nina, and she finds her, and she catches Nina speaking in German uh, to somebody. She says, "My cover's broken. You have to get me out of here." Uh, but then she speaks English. Speaks English when um, when Terry shows up, uh, and the person on the other line is like, "Oh, someone's in the room." She goes, "Yep." Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Terry has come here to basically be like, um, uh, yeah, so I need you to leave. I need you to like stay away from Jack. And Nina's like, don't worry. I'm going to stay as far away from Jack as I possibly can. I'm definitely going to transfer out. I'm going to yeah. transfer. I'm getting out of here, man. Yeah. Um, but the phone keeps ringing off the hook and Nina keeps looking at like the little blood puddle that is, uh, from the janitor, uh, and hoping that Terry doesn't notice it, but Terry does notice it. And she starts trying to leave as quickly as humanly possible. And Nina heads her off. I can't let you go. And yeah. she makes Terry get on her, her knees. And face the wall. Yeah. Problematic. Terry, Terry Bauer, at this point, never speaks again. Oh, and they put electrical tape over her mouth. Yes. It's not great. Um, at the harbor, uh, Jack is talking to a Coast Guard. <laughs> Uh, who is uh, played by, I, I don't have the hands with which to do the Googling, yeah. uh, but is played by uh, an actor from Person of Interest who also briefly appears on Lost Season 5 in the Dharma Initiative oh, really? um, as the guy that Mike Bloom and I joked on Down the Hatch is Saul the Drillman's uh, cousin, Paul the, the Gunman. <laughs> Um, so just a funny little quinky dink there. Interesting. Yes. Um, Um, and he says, there's no, we haven't found any body. Yeah. He's like, there's no body body. out here. I just started my shift though. There's no body. There's no body. So I'm like, where where are we finding? Like we're bookending this show. We're coming full circle. Another random Bostonian in Los Angeles. Like, (laughs) let me call Mikey. See if he found anything. Yeah. Hey Mike, did we pull anybody out? No. I told you, no body. Pull anybody out? There's no body. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so ridiculous. Jack is happy about this, but it does, you know, like he like goes from happiness to like, Didn't look oh, good. pretty good, yeah. uh, pretty quick. Um, Nina is tying up Terry. She's deleting all of her stuff as Jack is getting in the car and calls George 
to say you have to arrest Nina. She's working against us. He tells George what happened with Kim. Uh, There's no world where that was a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. And uh, George's like, I mean, this is a bit. This is your word against hers without proof. And Jack says, I'll get you the proof. Trust my words. So he. You got at a certain point, like start taking Jack Bauer at his word. Um, I mean, he's been right about everything the entire day. He, you know, like sometimes he's like, you know, like he probably could have done things a different way, but oftentimes Jack Bauer is right. Correct. Um, Jack calls somebody at CTU to like pull up footage of Jamie's suicide from earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's like, don't worry, I have a really high-tech video in my car that I can watch this. The tape was erased earlier this morning. There's no backup. What happened? And Jack says, no, there is a backup. You just need the proper clearance. So he gives the guy the clearance, and it'll take a few minutes, which is just enough time to watch David Palmer tell Sherry that he wants a divorce. It's done. Uh, It's intense they are uh she comes the to the ballroom b- was not cleaned up i feel like that is not yeah you were mad about this story but yeah. also i guess half of the hotel was kind of blown out yeah by bomb, you know a so. lot's gone on today but usually you clean up because there's probably like some sort of general session entertainment and like an opening you know <laughs> meeting tomorrow mm-hmm. morning at like yeah. 8 a.m this is what corporate uh companies do yeah and we knows a thing or two about this yeah, um, yeah, yeah yeah you would definitely clean up after the party yeah you would like pay people to be there well so david has called her to the but what do i know about hospitality uh, Sorry. david calls sherry to the ballroom um and in like the wreckage of the party uh tells her that i'm not angry at you i feel sorry for you and after today i don't want to see you again mm-hmm. uh, uh this isn't because i don't care about what this does to my candidacy i definitely still want to be the president but I do not think you are fit to be the first lady. Ooh. She does not take this well. She doesn't. And like, who- you don't just walk away from me, David. I mean, who you would- can't do this without me, David. It's just what a- do you think that you're doing, David? Oh, my gosh. She's grabbing fistfuls of maraschino cherries, uh, <laughs> comfort eating them. Glad they didn't put these away either. Glad they didn't put the maraschino cherries away, David. Ugh, it's it's a lot. Get your hands off me, because the Secret Service is, like, closing in. I know. They're going to take her back to Washington, Emily. Sherry Palmer, out. Yeah. How do you feel? I mean... You were high and low with Sherry Palmer. I feel like a lot of the time you were vibing with Sherry. I mean, I understand, like, her need to try to control everything, because it's such a crazy climate, and, like, what a day. But I also can see the ways in which, like, she really, you know, there was a lot of friction between her and David that just grew over time based on all of the crazy stuff that happened to them. So if he feels threatened, if he feels like she's a dangerous component to this, you know, it makes sense to at least take some time apart. But I don't know if I would be like, I don't want you to be the first lady anymore. I think I'd be like, you know what? We need, like, a couple weeks to, like, figure this out. This was crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. I, I think do. I feel like that would have been smarter. And also she already agreed that he needed some time away from her. But she also tried to plant an, another woman into like the situation. So like there are a lot of like really unsavory. It's a lot to happen in a day. It, there's a lot of unsavory things that she did, especially the last few hours that could make you be like, wait, do I even know you anymore? Am I married to a monster? Um, 
But that being said, I don't know. I just watch scenes from a marriage. Like sometimes you just need to like take some time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it's network TV. Mm, um, it's true. So that's it. Uh, you know, Jack Bauer and David Palmer are both going to be single at the end of this day. <laughs> Should I go to a mixer together? Is this don't, too dark? Josh. Tony's also single. <laughs> How dare you forget about Tony? Well, uh, we haven't talked about Tony yet because Tony has precisely one moment in the finale and it's excellent. Uh, so we're going to talk about that in a second. Okay. Um, Jack uh, gets the footage. He shows it to George. He's watching it on his uh, car monitor. Uh, I've got a monitor in my car. Send it in. It's so funny. Uh, and so he has George watch. And yeah, it's the footage of Nina killing Jamie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and George it, like has like, uh, Xander Berkeley is such a good actor. He like has this look on his face. It's like, oh, this is unbelievable. And As she like looks at the camera. She stares right at the camera. Mm-hmm. Very Gollum-ish. Yeah. Uh, it's very dark. Uh, this was like an iconic look uh, as far as I'm concerned. Emily yeah. Fox. Yeah. So we get to the final push of the episode. At CTU, the alarms are going off because at this point now it's like an APB. Uh, Let's find Nina Myers, all hands on deck. Um, And she has 15 minutes to get to a pickup point. She's going to be late. Mm -hmm. She's not going to make it. No. Um, She tells Terry, she says, I'm leaving now, Terry. I'm going to lock you in from the outside. Someone will find you soon. Everything will be fine. As she loads her gun. And uh, we cut away and we go to the hallway where there's the security guards. And like within like, you know, 10 seconds of that scene with Nina, Nina is now back out in the hallway. So like, yeah, she told Terry all of this and then immediately shot her. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, that's procedurally how that went down. But it also looks like she shot her in the abdomen, which is like kind of brutal. She shot her in the chest, it looks like. Uh, but she had her from, like, behind. Did she shoot her through the back? I don't know. The mechanics of it are a little sloppy. Yeah. Uh, Especially for someone who's, like, low-key assassin. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, the whole thing. Like, she probably should have just killed her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I yeah, hate yeah. to say. I feel yeah. like a bad person. Well, if you, if you were going to do it, there's no need to, like, stretch don't it out. Don't stretch it yeah. out. Just do it. If you're, yeah. if you're the assassin, right? Yeah. If you're the bad guy, just be the bad guy. Yeah. I guess. If you're a bad guy on television, just be the bad guy on television. Mm-hmm. Probably should have just killed her, but she didn't. And so uh, she's then like on the run. She kills that one security guard who's like, Miss Myers. That's my <laughs> Kermit a- attempt. Miss Myers. Uh, not bad, not bad. And she shoots him, kills him. Then she kills another guy. And she's going down and she's like trying to get into her car. She gets into the car and Emily, uh, there were a few things that you called in this episode, but you called this right out. And I'm like trying not to look at you because I don't want to like give anything up. Um, And I was like the whole time being like, uh, oh God, she knows, she knows that Terry's about to die. You did say like when like, she's like, you got to erase everything, anything that can connect you to Germany. Emily, you literally said like, oh, okay. So that means Terry's got to go. Yeah. So exactly. like, you know, at that point that like, if the show is like adhering to that, mm-hmm. there's really no reasonable way out for terry yeah. in that moment yeah and it would make zero sense to keep her alive yeah yeah and like the show like doesn't show you terry for a while and there's a lot of like where's terry yeah it's like Ugh, well yeah <sighs> um how bad is george's secretary gonna feel about this very she bad. didn't keep an eye on terry very, the very whole time. bad very bad but you called that like jack would be showing up at the exact time that nina was leaving yeah because uh, so we clock him a few minutes before saying he's five minutes away yeah right? so the timing works out mm-hmm. it's one of the ways in which like 
you know, this show is ridiculous. Obviously, like, it's a ludicrous show. Uh, sometimes it has moments of, like, actual excellence. And then other times it has moments of, like, actually terrible, terrible, horrible, bad content. Yeah. And then it has, like, the whole spectrum in between, including just, like, ridiculously hokey, but, like, kind of, like, delightful to watch and, like, thrilling in spite of yourself. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, like, it's, it's like, you know, it's cheesy a lot of the time, I think. Um but there are then, like, the moments where, like, sure, like, the real time doesn't fully add up. But then, like, you can kind of, like, predict the show based on the clock. Yeah. Which is, like, a fun aspect of the show. Mm -hmm. Like, well, he's five minutes away. She's right there. Like, you can connect those things. Like, that's rewarding. Uh, yeah. Like, it doesn't always, like, hold logistical water. Uh, but, like, it, it is fun when you can have that moment. It was really fun to watch you have this. Like, oh, well, Jack's going to show up. Yeah. Uh, and he does, and they have a shootout. It's a weird thing that they do in these shows where they, like, shoot at each other through the windshields. I mean, I don't know. I think it's just, like, a response. Glass is going to be flying everywhere inside the car. It feels like not the right <laughs> thing to mess. do. What a It's a mess. Listen, uh, it's dangerous. A lot of this has been messy. Yeah. I think this is probably the least of their worries at this point. Nina's just trying to get away slash kill Jack if she can. Jack pins Nina. Uh, he, he pulls her out of the car. I trusted you. And naturally, everyone runs out in that moment to capture the moment. Yes. Which is so unlikely. In Everybody shows up. Yeah, the whole school out. comes out to watch the kid confront the bully. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's like, "You, uh, how many people died today because you were doing your job? My wife and daughter almost died today. And Nina's like, almost? Ah. Oh, he's going to be so mad at me. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's like, look at all the people who died. Walsh died. Ellis died. You remember Ellis? You never met him. He was the guy from New Orleans. What about Jamie? Well, I guess Jamie was also a traitor, but you killed her. Yeah. Uh, all of these things. And then uh, she says, well, how many people died today because of you, Jack? Mm-hmm. Ow. Yikes. How do you feel about that? That's just a retort. <laughs> Can you say that again? That's just a retort. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's just a retort. <laughs> it's just a retort. It is. What a great retort. <laughs> I want to get into a fight with somebody, like an argument, and then like they have something that they say that like they feel with full conviction that I just like dismiss very quickly and offhandedly. <laughs> That's just a retort. I mean, listen. That's my retort. <laughs> there's just, there's been a lot of blood and carnage and stuff spilled. Bad things. Bad Everyone's, things. nobody comes out it's clean It's just a retort, this. Jack. Yeah, it's just a retort. Um, George is like, Jack, come on. You're, you're, you know, Kim's here. She just showed up. Let's yeah. go back in. And Take Jack is easy. like, Jack is like, I don't know. Like if those people hadn't showed up. Uh, he probably would have killed her. I mean, let's just call it what it is. Like, Jack should have brought Victor Drazen in. He yeah. dropped his gun. He held his arms up. He had surrendered. Jack murders Victor Drazen. Yeah. He Again. executes him in cold blood. Mm -hmm. Procedurally, he should have arrested him, probably. Yeah. Uh, does Jack kill Nina if he's unchecked in this moment? I don't know. What do you think? Well, he probably would have wanted to get down to business, like figuring out all of that stuff. Like she has a point where she's like, you don't want to kill me. You want to know who I work for. Um, but that being said, he might have roughed her up a lot more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So um, I am killing you. It's Tony Almeida of all people who says, Jack, don't do it. 
And he's like, huh? And Jack looks up and there's, t- he's like, did someone say something? Yeah. Jack, it's me. Who said that? Jack. I like the hey. idea of, <laughs> Jack. of him like hiding behind a pole in the parking garage. Yeah. And he's know? like peeking out. Yeah. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Jack's like, who is that? Tony's like, it's me. Jack goes, who? It's Tony. Oh, oh God. You got to learn to speak. I, I know. Uh, Listen, I'm losing someone important to me too tonight. It's Tony of all people who tells Jack, don't kill her. Don't kill her. Don't do, don't be, don't become that guy. Yeah. We need her alive. Yeah. And Tony uh, has just as much reason to be uh, furious, at least at this moment. Just as much raisin. Just as much raisin to be furious with, uh, with Nina. They had that sweet moment in the, a couple episodes ago. <sighs> it's tough. And it was like a genuinely, like the show constructed it as like a genuinely sweet moment. They like bump shoulders. Yeah. Do they She's keep, very good. Does he keep his soul patch season two? He, uh, the soul patch comes and goes. Do you think he shaves it after he finds out Nina was yeah. like a mole? Goodbye, she, Nina. She told <laughs> <laughs> And one. Yeah, he named his soul patch Nina, by the way. No, no. Like she told him a long time ago, like, I love you with your soul patch. And then like he shaves it off immediately. Yeah gets rid of it yeah um yeah i think just that's probably one right swoop of the razor and that's all it took i'm pretty sure that tony does not have the soul patch in season two i'm sorry to say i'm pretty sorry that there's no soul patch in season two what did i say broken dreams broken dreams yeah yeah poor poor tony J- george is able to talk jack down tony uh with the with the clothes uh they get him to walk off and they arrest nina and we just linger on tony who's just looking very 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 sad i so tony almeida is my favorite character on 24 i've said this many times is he your favorite at this point i'm i'm really warming up to him this house like really stands tony almeida yeah. pretty hard yeah um and tony um i think is being used very excellently by the show in this moment Mm -hmm. that in the finale he basically is non-existent except for this part (laughs) where he gets to be the person who watches them like throw nina into handcuffs and get carted off because i think like tony started the day i mean not kind of like tony started the day as like an adversarial agent at ctu for jack yeah he didn't really like what jack was doing he didn't love being left out of the process with nina and stuff along the way um and then uh over the course of the day he shows himself to be like a pretty good dude mm-hmm. you know like, he, like he's like a stand-up guy yeah uh, a go-to guy he's not a bad guy he's not a bad guy um and so like for him to be the guy at the like he saved terry bauer mm-hmm. he did all this stuff mm-hmm. uh and for him to be the one who like kind of like who was like probably like the face of being like one of the more suspicious CTU characters in the early going of the day to be the guy who at this point, he has earned the audience's trust all the way at this yeah, point. Yeah. Uh, and definitely. for him to be the person who like watches Nina go, I think is really good. Yeah. That being said, there were um, many people on like fan forums and stuff over the years afterwards who thought that like Tony and Nina were sharing a look of like, um nina being like don't worry tony i won't blow your cover wow and people thinking that it meant that tony was uh, a double agent huh but uh i'll shoot that down that's galaxy brain stuff it's not real okay not this time not this time we made it up we made it up um well no it was really a theory but it wasn't it's not real okay um so that's sad. That's a wrap on Tony for season one uh, and a wrap on Nina and a wrap on George. <laughs> you just said a wrap on me. I was uh, like, oh, yet. you're done. Not yet. No, we won't just call, <laughs> call it here. Um, Jack uh, sees Kim. They hug it out. It's very sweet. 
I love you so much. Mm, Where's mom? That that ellipses right there. Dot dot dot. Where's mom? Where's Terry? Where's Terry? Uh, we see on the TV that uh, Jack Bauer gets credit in the media for being the person who saved David Palmer's life. Yeah. So everything's like coming up like you know, Jack at the positive. moment. Positive. Um, but Power Bauer. But then he's wandering CTU and he finds the dead security guard in the hallway. He asks if they've searched the floor. They have not. He goes into the room. He sees Terry. She's been shot. He frees her from the chair. He holds her in her arm in his arms and she goes limp. She is dead. Yeah, she's pretty lifeless. And we end the the season with a split screen from the scenes at the start of the day when they were back at their house. They were about to go to sleep. They may uh, have been, you know, at their happiest uh, that they'd been in a long time. Tough. They were eating Jello. What? They, if you go back, Jack was eating a Jello cup. No, at the start he of the wasn't. Show. Go back to the very start of the show. We talked about this. Jack is eating Jello when he's playing. Uh, when he's done playing chess with Kim, he goes and eats Jello out of the fridge. Uh. So he was eating Jello. He was winning chess, probably. Uh, he and he and Terry we seemed close, and so we like get that like split screen um, uh, cut in in real time. This is almost twenty four full hours earlier yeah. that all of this was happening, and now a full day, a full season later, she's gone, and Ooh. Jack is left with Terry in his arms as the clock ticks to midnight silently, and that wow. is season one of twenty four which you have now watched, Emily Fox. I really didn't expect it to end like this. No. No one did. It was a huge twist. Yeah. Big twist. Crazy. So happy no one spoiled you on this one either. I was so nervous. No. I was so nervous. Everyone's been so cool. People have been so cool with you. It's been great. Uh, Thanks for being so cool, everyone. We love that. Yeah, Uh, we do love that. No one has tagged you with spoilers. It's been great. Uh, So we're so appreciative of everybody holding the line. You only get to experience these twists the one time, unspoiled. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is true. And I'm I'm glad that you were able to to do that. Um, uh, How would you grade this episode, Emily? I'd give it an A. An A? Yeah. Where does it miss the plus? I don't know. I guess maybe because Terry died. And, yeah. like, the divorce feels a little crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe it would just be like, you know what, let's take some time apart. Then I'd be like, okay. Yeah. I don't know. It was tough. Sure. It was good action, though. Like, I was I was like... Great action. Yeah, and it was good to see Jack figure out Nina and, like, kind of go through the motions of, like, untying all of that. Um, but, you know, it's sad. It is. I feel bad. It is. I mean, I don't feel bad, bad, but like, you know, it's, it's a it's, bleak ending. It's a bleak ending. It's a very bleak ending. But it was a bleak day. It was a bleak <laughs> day. Some would say it was the worst day ever. Yeah. Yeah. I hope. And like now he's not even going to go to sleep. He's just going to be like taken with grief. Yeah. What if like the next day was literally the next season? Um, I think that there were people. Uh, I think that certainly pe- some people expected that. Yeah. Uh, and I think that there are people who are not like uh, familiar with Twenty Four in like a uh, I watched it kind of way, mm-hmm. but are familiar enough with like the idea of Twenty Four that probably think that the whole show takes place in like consecutive days. Right. It does not. Okay. Um, I do think it would have been cool. Uh, to do a season that takes place like a few days after one of the days. Yeah, yeah. They never do that. It's to always just like kind of like 
tie up loose ends and like well, I mean, kind of I think explain that, like, it a little more. You could have like a couple of seasons that were like really closely linked narratively, I think could have been interesting, but yeah. they never do that. Okay. Uh, every season, I think like what's like the soonest that a season takes place after another one. It's like a year. Okay. You know, it's always going to, it's always going to be a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, they, you know, they I need mean, to catch up on some sleep that too. Yeah. You catch up on some sleep. Um, yeah, go see your psychiatrist after this. My God, but the, the future amount of therapy that Kim's gonna need to be in whew. extensive. Uh, yes, the future of twenty four is a concern for another time, but it is not a terribly far future concern because we are going to do season two of twenty four here on Worst Day Ever, and Woo! that's super exciting, and we're really, really super pumped about it. Thank yeah. you, everybody who's made it possible. We're just we're we're electrified. We can't wait. It's gonna be yes. amazing. Um, we have some business to attend to before we get there. We're going to like go a little easy on ourselves in terms of like having to watch the show immediately again. I think we should live with this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to do the feedback show. That's the next podcast. Yes. We want to do the feedback show. So we want to get that feedback from you. Josh at postshowrecaps.com will come straight to me. Send those emails in. Josh at postshowrecaps.com. You can also hit me up on Twitter at roundhoward. You can also talk to us in the Post Show Recaps patron Discord, uh, our community hub for all things Post Show Recaps. If you want to join us there and talk to us about 24, uh, the Worst Day Ever podcast, all of those things, we would love to hear from you. Um, But we would love to hear from everybody for a feedback show. Um, I have some ideas for it that I think will be really fun. Emily, uh, we will use it. Yeah, we'll play a couple okay. games, I think. Uh, we'll use this as an opportunity to like say goodbye to season one. Let's say goodbye to Terry. We'll say goodbye to season one of 24. And then after that one, I would like to do a podcast about season one of 24 that takes the context of the entirety of 24. So I'll have you sit that one out, Fox. It'll be a full spoiler version of the 24 podcast. We'll come after the feedback show. So those are the next two podcasts that we're going to do. We'll do the feedback show, season one in review, um, and then we will look back at season one while also looking forward at the greater landscape of 24. Um, Maybe it'll be just me or I'll have somebody come on. Um, But either way, uh, I'll give some spoilery thoughts because I've promised that along the way, have not been able to do it. I think this will be the time to do it. I really wanted to rewatch the show and like recalibrate some thoughts. I've got some thoughts. I'll lay them out for a big spoiler version of, uh, of the Worst Day Ever podcast in two weeks. Then we'll take a break. Then we will take a week off. We yeah. will give ourselves a week off, and then we, we will come back. We have to process this. We need to catch up on sleep for ourselves, you know? It's important. Sleep is uh, sleep is critical, yeah. uh, some would say. Yeah. Uh, sleep is very important. Um, so we are going to do those podcasts. That's the schedule. We are going to do uh, the, the season one review. Uh, then we'll do uh, the, the spoiler recap. We'll take the week off. And then, worst day ever, we'll come back uh, for season two at the start of December is what we are looking at. Uh, the first full week of December is where we will come back with season two of 24, the premiere. It'll be great. So two post-season one podcasts, a week off, and then we're going straight into season two, Fox. Amazing. It's going to be great. I'm really hyped about it. I'm really hyped about the feedback show next week. Get that in, joshpotionrecaps.com, patreon.com slash postshowrecaps to join the community hub, or tweet us at roundhoward, at Emily. Talk to her about season one only of 24, <laughs> but you can talk to her about the entirety of season one of 24 at this Do point. Do it. All right, Fox. Anything else? 
Oh, man. I think we covered it. I think we covered it. All right. We'll be back next week with the feedback show. Until then, everybody, take care. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.